This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I embrace my inner Nico Nico Nietzschean nihilism. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. I'm not gonna laugh. <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh of how perfect that was. You you deserve much less. <laughs> But okay, I'll, I'll 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 just put a tick in your box for you there. That that was nice. Okay, uh, <laughs> you, you know if you're really impressed, you could give me another week off. Oh, Remington. <laughs> The fact that I love and care about you so much is indicative of the fact that I should never do that to you again. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 that's expected. Ultimately, though, Dylan had a very interesting time uh, being behind your microphone for once in his life. He had to be let out of his small, tiny editorial box, and we set him chains and all right in front of the microphone, and I tried to discuss a very delicate but very sensitive topic to the Weeb community, and I thought it would be an interesting way to introduce our editor to the world, as well as hopefully have a reasonable excuse as to why that episode sucked. <laughs> and you know, it, it was uh, easily my favorite episode of podcast so far. You lying sack of shit. You love the Cory in the House episode so oh, much. Oh, fuck. It's my second favorite episode so far. <laughs> uh, haven't listened to it, but I didn't have to watch anime, so that, that puts it right there. <laughs> well, hey, neither did he. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I've, I've been doing Hey, I just said you got a week off. That doesn't mean I'm going to torture my other friend about this. damn it. (laughs) Oh, fair, fair. All right, well, what are we uh, doing this week? Well, Remington, this week we are going to be doing something that has been quite heavily requested, actually, Uh, since we first started the podcast, in fact, but I was hesitant to do it because I didn't want to get you into this anime without the experiences you've had up to now. Okay, Uh, that's ominous. Uh, It's because, Remington, what this anime uh, that we'll be talking about today is a uh, prime example of the genre it's portraying, but also a prime example of satirizing said uh, genre. Now, that that's, that's happened before, and there's, there's been two executions we've explored before. One is the genre, but satirizing the genre, and it does well, and it's fantastic, and it subverts a lot of things in an amazing way. The other one is, quote, unquote, satirizing the genre, where it will say, hey, guys, look what we're doing. These old tropes, but then they will just do those same old tropes. They'll acknowledge how basic and bland and unoriginal they are being and pretend that their awareness makes it any better, which it just doesn't. So I'm really hoping it's the former rather than the latter. I mean, we had that experience in the very first episode of this podcast with Rosario Vampire, if you recall. Oh, how could I ever fucking forget? Remember that bat? Wasn't it cute? Wasn't it adorable? Wasn't it fucking the worst? (laughs) It was good, like, the first two times it showed up, I think. And then it got real bad real fast. What if I told you that bat had a name? Oh, I can't can't remember. It was ever said. 
I don't even know. Oh, no, it was never said. You only find it out, like, halfway through the series. Uh, but of course. Or written in the manga somewhere, but who has time for that? <laughs> Goddamn weeps. Mm-hmm. Even though, technically speaking, reading manga is way faster than watching an anime series, just logistically, unless you have very, very hard time understanding what pictures mean. As I often do. Which uh, is why we do the the uh, moving variety of pictures. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we're, we're not here to discuss Sir Baddington. Uh, we're, we're here to discuss... <laughs> Sir this- Baddington. Yes. Huh? That's your poll? Yeah, 100%. You want to try that again? Nope. Okay. Fair enough. Sir Paddington it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You couldn't even have come up with a silly vampire-esque name. Uh, no. Don't be silly. I'm not going to be creative or interesting, Sean. That's not what I'm here for. People are here for reasons. We'll figure them out one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. They're here. <laughs> They're here to uh, taste some salt through their ears is uh, is what our podcast really uh, is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Synesthetic feeling, I'd imagine. All those those taste buds in in, in your ear holes there. Well, that's why I said synesthetic, uh, which yeah. I think is the word for it. It, it, it is. It is. that. You know, yeah, yeah. I was going to make a comment. Not going to make a comment. I'm a good boy. What are we watching? <laughs> After the Sun and Moon episode, I, I, I don't think we can claim that anymore. <laughs> but today, Remington, we are going to be watching an anime with quite a title. Oh, okay, so it's going to be some light novel bullshit. Here we correct. go. Uh, the full title. The, the full title. <laughs> God damn it. The full title of this anime is simply called Kono Subarashi Sekai ni Shukufuku wo. Jesus Christ. Uh, or just Konosuba for short. All right, Konosuba. And w- w- would you like to give me a translation of all that? Sure. The English translation is uh, Konosuba, uh, God's blessing on this wonderful world. Oh, okay. Okay. So we, we, I, I hope we're just, I hope it's just anime Bible. That would, that's my <laughs> hope and dream. Fingers crossed. You, you just want the retelling of the Bible just with weebs. You could, you could do so much with it. Like every book could be in a different style, right? So, so you could have Samson and you can make him full Jojo style, right? I would oh. watch that. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Then when you get to, to Jonah and the whale, well, that's obvious going to be sort of in the style of like uh uh in the style of one right okay uh, b- because it, it's it's one satirical. punch man or mob psycho uh probably more mob psycho okay uh and because uh, it, it's satirical and silly in that way right this is a great fucking idea you know it's if anybody wants me as a producer to m- help make this idea come true hit me up you do realize that producers have to put money into things right as a solely idea producer i will finance you through my brilliant idea ideas <laughs> and you, you will get exposure <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's too real <laughs> thank god none of us are actual physical artists oh phew uh, so <laughs> we just pass what we do as art and it, it counts for exactly uh all right but so never never heard of this have no idea what the fuck it is uh people have mentioned it to us multiple times but you just kind of had this glazed over look in your eye and you were just like mm, yep that seems interesting that that's what happens when people discuss anime with me. I just nod and smile. Mm-hmm. As you know from the 80 episodes we have done together. Yes. <laughs> all the screaming and shouting is all done with just a pleasant grin and a very distant look. Just soulless eyes. There's nothing behind them. Well, that's a different reason entirely. <laughs> 
But, All right, so so what the fuck is it? Well, Remington, uh, Konosuba is uh, a parody, but also a fairly fun execution of the, quite frankly, overdone these days, isekai genre. Oh, yay, isekai. Do you remember what isekai are, Rem? It's when you get transported into another world, like by playing a video game or by wanting to really fuck your, your cousin. <laughs> that, that's one or two options, I suppose, but more often than not, there are two main varieties of isekai I've mentioned in the past. There's the isekai via a portal or a ma- magical transportation. And then there's isekai via everyone's favorite death, reincarnation hey. into another world. All uh, right. So given this seems to have religious themes, I'm going to guess that it's the latter. It is actually. But the religious themes don't get too hung up on the religious themes. All right. Oh, I was getting hyped for them. No, no, no. There's not going to be too much um, biblio-Christian stuff or any, uh, really any Shinto stuff, really. It's ma- very fantasy pantheon type of stuff. Meh. <laughs> Look, just because your boy Jeezy Creasy isn't uh, the main character does not mean you have to disparage the show, Remington. He's my home skillet, and I want to represent him, all right? <laughs> By being the good Christian lad you yeah, are. Yeah, as anybody who listens to this podcast knows, I am the best Christian boy. Uh-huh. A-, a reminder to maybe skip out on the Pokemon episode we did a couple weeks ago. Just skip that one and skip like half the episodes, and I'm an okay Christian boy. Yep, perfect. And by that logic, I am not much of a weeb. <laughs> All right, so so uh, he dies. He goes to this fantasy afterlife thing, and then they they probably are like, "All right, well, here's a deal. You can actually be uh, born again. Uh, you can you you can return to Earth through X, Y, and Z, but you got to do this shit." Uh, kind of, but not quite. You have you're on the right track, though. Uh, a lot of times for reincarnation style isekai. Uh, protagonists are go down one of two routes because if you take isekai as a whole and just make a web of branching paths beneath it, there's a couple different tropes that you can kind of tick on and then build off of and make your own story that's interesting. Uh, Remington, do you know the biggest reason why isekais are so popular these days? Uh, because millennials need escapist fantasies to get away from the crumbling reality that is our existence? No, Remington, that's everybody. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the biggest reason for, uh, for isekais as a whole is that escapist factor, but also because ultimately it gets rid of one of the biggest problems a lot of uh, mediocre fantasy authors have, and that's coming up with a main character that has any actual uh, value or origin or story worth talking about it. Because let's be real, there's nothing easier than saying, well, guess what? This main character is from our world and he's a nerd. Uh, Good work. He's in this world now and he has to figure out shit out, and it's also a great, uh, I say great, uh, uh, an interesting uh, mechanism for explaining the world to both the character and the viewer, because you know, it's hard to do world building uh, with a uh, in-world perspective, Remington. That's why nobody ever does it. Yeah, it's why not a, a single good world has been built ever, uh, especially if you look at shit like Sword Art Online. It's just impossible, guys. They're, everyone's trying. It's just it's never been done. Mm-hmm. And so in the past uh, five to ten years, the isekai boom has been huge. Yep. Uh, you'll get Diamond Dozen isekai shows every season that they 
come out. Uh, just this last season alone, I think I counted six different isekais, uh, <sighs> two of which were good. It's more than I would expect, frankly. Yeah, no, like I was surprised too. And isekai trash has become its own genre in a lot of ways, much as uh, shonen trash and uh, shoujo trash and, you know, your moe trash and all that stuff. Of course. Because of how prevalent it is and how much of a staple it is. And because of this, people have been trying to subvert these tropes as much as possible with, you know, clever jokes, clever writing, uh, clever world building in such a way that uh, the idea of an isekai itself has become a joke in the anime community as a whole and thus translates to the anime itself and becomes an interesting medium for story and comedy if done well. And this anime we're talking about today, Konosuba, is one of the ones that, uh, not one of the first ones that does it, but one of the first ones that does it incredibly well. Okay, I'm interested and skeptical. As you should be, Remington, because you don't trust anybody. Damn right! They're after us, Sean. (laughs) Everyone is after us. Especially the weebs. All the weebs, man! A docky in one hand and a pitchfork in the other. I see their conversations. I know you guys have secret channels on the Discord that I can't look at. I know it's happening. I know y'all are conspirating. To be fair, though, Rem, you requested those yourself. (laughs) Accurate. Yeah, because you you can only handle so much anime at once. Genuinely, if if people were were to talk about me in, like, our anime or anime spoilers or just any anime-related Discord channel we have, I would never know. I would have no idea. If you're doing that right now, that's fine. I'm oblivious. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) What he doesn't know can't hurt us. And with these new isekais, Remington, uh, Konosuba does some things very honestly generic and standard to start with. Uh, it has a very similar setup, has a very similar premise, uh, down to the main plot uh, once he, uh, they are in the other world. Uh, so let me see how many of these tropes sound familiar to you. Main character is an awkward loner uh, neat. Yep, there we are. Obsessed with anime, games, all that stuff. Check. All right. One day he's uh, out for a walk. You know, just have, yep. you know, getting outside for once, his sheltered hi- lifestyle, maybe to go out buy a new game or anime or something like that. A box set, you say. Uh, a, a, a meaningless purpose that if there is a reason, it's it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because as soon as you establish that this person does not like to leave and then uh, the second the story starts when they first leave their house, it doesn't really paint a beautiful picture, does it? Yeah, but it doesn't matter because nobody gives a shit about that. So just ignore it. Exactly. And then, tragically, on his way home, he sees a girl about to be hit by... Oh. Fuck. Truck-coon? Truck-coon. Yeah. And in order to save her, he jumps in and pushes her out of the way, unfortunately dying in the process. What a hero. Yes, yes. So many a tale have been told this way. Ever since it first happened in Yu Yu Hakusho, people have been trying to use that excuse for ages. Granted, it's probably not the first time it happened was in Yu Yu Hakusho. It's just Yu Yu Hakusho did it the best originally. That sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big thing on uh, Toonami in the 90s and early 2000s. Oh, then maybe... I, I glimpsed it at one point. Yeah, fella in a green uh, bu- uh, school uniform, does spirit gun with his finger. Pardon me? No, if you saw a picture, you'd probably recognize it. Probably. It was, it, it was very deeply ingrained in the early 2000s, 90s anime culture, uh, so much so that we've actually gotten a lot of requests to do that one as well, yeah. and I, I'm interested in it. It's just a matter of... Uh, I mean, it's no Code Lyoko, but I guess it's fine. <laughs> I swear to God, Remington. Also, Code Lyoko, best isekai. <laughs> Damn it, I hate that that's accurate. (laughs) All right, so uh, he goes and he he gets truck-cooned. Yep. Uh, And he wakes up in a black void surrounded by nothing, and there, sitting in a chair in front of him, is one of the most beautiful women he has ever seen in his life. 
very uh, slender figure, attractive, blue, bright blue hair, and is expounding to him all of the options he could possibly have as he has just tragically died young. The first of which, of course, is to just reincarnate into his uh, normal world, or rather to go to heaven. I forget which it is in this scenario, but let's be real. If that, if he chose the first option, it wouldn't be a story. <laughs> uh, and the second option, which is the most interesting, is this other world. People do not want to be reincarnated into it because of the ongoing threat of a demon lord. How familiar does that sound? Yep. Well, though that's weird. So they're okay. So you you got this bitch right. Right. And and she's got some like existential timeshares in different universes. Uh, she has some degree of control over, but what? <sighs> Think of it as uh, D&D pantheons. The gods are a real thing and they exist and they have a certain power over the material plane, but they can't exactly directly interfere with anything. All right. But like, why not just create a better one? <laughs> well, that's a different uh, story entirely and you would have to go through all kinds of different creation myths. I, I, I'm sorry. I need the complete theology of this and until I receive it, I will not be satisfied. The goddess's name is Aqua. Oh, perfect. There I'm you sad. go. <laughs> uh, she is one of many goddesses, of course, because in fantasy, you always have to have a poly uh a polytheistic one uh because it like frankly just kind of makes more sense in the grand scale of things having one bro who did absolutely everything and is in charge of everything is uh, that's a lot of work to put on one person it's I just think. such a hassle exactly which is why you got to delegate you know the important things to different people you got one person to make the land one person to make fire and one person to make wine <laughs> that, that's why well see i i think it's too stressful on on one god that's why i prefer my deities to be uh three gods in a trench coat uh assuming the role of a single god, and that's what I call my monotheism. Uh, and that's... Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I actually got that one, uh, which is good for me because, uh, turns out, Christianity ain't my hot suit. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Sean. Most of the shit I learned is from you and anime, so... <laughs> All right, so uh, there, there are different gods, and so is there a third option? So there's there's heaven or reincarnation. There's yep. uh, demon infested hellhole. Yeah, that's those are the two options. But since it's such a dangerous place to live, people obviously didn't want to be reincarnated into that world from that world, and so they're facing a bit of an underpopulation issue, and that world ha uh, risks being destroyed, which is you know concerning to say the least, but understandable. If you're I mean, is it concerning though? Why not just forget about it? Well, because then you know. Why would the, the gods already made this world? It's a perfectly good world. It just has some problems right now. I'll be honest. I'm not that concerned about other universes and how they're doing. Very rarely has the well-being of other universes that I will never touch ever concerned me. Ah, but here's where our character comes into play. Since he's kind of a worthless, neat net game player, uh, his reincarnate. Re mm reincarnating into his original world did not sound super appealing to him, obviously, because, mm. you know, it didn't go so well the first time. What makes it, him think he'll go better the second time with uh, his memories erased and all that jazz? Uh, in this, but the better, the option that seems more appealing is the second one because, one, he reincarnates as is, so no baby, no full life, nothing like that. Why? Uh, because they need people to fight the demon lord, and if they have to wait, you know, several decades, then what's the point? Uh, and they're desperate enough that they need people in this world that they're willing to do so. Uh, and second, not only will he get to go into this new world and uh, hopefully have the goal of defeating the uh, uh, demon lord, he will also get what is commonly known nowadays in the isekai genre as a cheat ability. Oh, here we fucking go. Alright, so he's allowed to be super overpowered, but if they're allowed to make these motherfuckers super overpowered... They're only allowed to have one item, ability, or power that gives them a distinct edge. It's not anything... Why not give them more? They can't. That's just the rules of the world. Alright, 
why why not just first of all nobody gets an option they only get to go to demon infested hellhole second everyone gets a cheat like that's just not the way the world works this time around bud oh i am i am all i have quickly soured on this but remington this is a comedy don't take it so seriously it's meant to take the tropes as basic and straightforward as possible on purpose Uh, we, we we will see about that and so of course he is given a whole binder full of different options abilities and powers and he said he is allowed to take one thing with him into this next world all right so he takes something comically bad kind of yeah kind of uh and ultimately he decides what better thing to take into the world with him than the goddess he's talking to Uh, i mean yeah there we are and of course since there are multiple goddesses and multiple different deities it works he gets to take her with him okay and she incarnates into the world with him and thus the adventure begins uh there's just one thing you have to understand first of all all right sounds pretty generic sounds pretty straightforward but the real trick of this show is is it has what i like to call the always sunny effect okay all of the characters in this show are the worst fucking people on the face of the planet see and now that and hopefully i'm hoping that it's in the always sunny fashion rather than in like rather than in like the sword art online fashion where they're still all assholes but it's just not. oh no this show is very much aware that they're all assholes and okay maybe it's redeemable the only people that don't know that they're assholes are them themselves okay okay good uh i'm i'm hopeful but i i can't say i'm optimistic oh don't worry remington this show is one of the few shows that has actually made me bust out laughing in both the dub and the sub they actually got some really good uh english voice actors and some really good comedic timing because it's one it's one thing to to make an english dub for an anime that's not purely a comedy and have it go over well there's lots of horrible horrible examples out there uh it's another thing entirely to actually make a good english comedy because a lot of times there are jokes in japanese that just do not translate and can't be rewritten in a way that is funny or amusing and feels stilted and uh awkward but in this show they have managed to do that with both uh versions uh we're going to be watching the subbed one just because you know that's what we do here of course usually. uh but the jokes still land pretty heavily and they're quite hilarious uh this show has a little bit of everything for everybody has uh plenty of dark comedy plenty of uh light-hearted comedy a lots of well let's just say it, there's a bit of fan service in it because you know it's one of those shows yep. but the show does takes the fan service to the point where it's just as comical as you would expect a show that's making fun of all these tropes to be i don't know you've said that before yeah and you just have no tolerance for that kind of shit so it's fine you don't have to worry about it and the main character plus his three uh party members are all just the worst people on the face of the planet and always uh get themselves into all kinds of trouble uh and there is the main character does have one significant ability though okay he's lucky okay okay he's lucky uh but his luck is only good like not in any real sense the luckiest he things he usually gets he gets something lucky temporarily and then he gets into immediate trouble afterwards essentially is the way it works he just has a high luck stat nothing too weird about that all right uh i'm gonna i'm gonna really hope that for, for me this show it all lies in the execution because it it could easily go into trying and miserably failing and if it does not succeed on the execution oh dear fuck it's screwed considering what you've told me so far no remington you're the one that's screwed if it if this goes wrong oh probably i mean because care to take a guess at how highly this is rated ah shit uh uh 8.05 8.18 ah fuck with uh, about half a million users voting on it jesus christ uh and has two seasons too and a movie uh what i mean how long is every season Uh, about 10 episodes oh the good length you just think 
anything shorter than standard length is good. I I will I will say that on balance, every episode of a season that is shorter is generally better than any episode where a season is longer. That may not always be true, but generally speaking, it's the trend. Well, Remington, that's all up to interpretation because there are some long-running shows out there that are incredibly highly rated. For example, you know how many uh, episodes Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has? How many? 64. It's too many. No, it's not. Mm. It is so not. It is one of the most uh, well-organized and well-told stories in the anime community, and for good reason, it has been sitting at the top of the mouth charts for years. Uh, but, and other shows that have been going on for a super long time that have been, uh, that are still really popular, uh, there's a show called Gintama out there that is kind of the uh, shonen gag anime. Uh, you could equate it to The Simpsons in a lot of ways. With, <laughs> okay. Like, uh, with how its whole premise is, hey, this is what shonen anime is like, and then you condense it into a, uh, a comedy series with some story layered throughout, and it's pretty entertaining. We'll do an episode on it eventually. It's just a matter of deciding how I want to tackle it, because it has like 400 episodes or something Jesus like that. Jesus Christ. It's a long-running show. Uh, uh, just be Length does not dictate a quality alone, Remington. Sometimes a show can start it with the It doesn't dictate the quality, but it indicates quality. Yeah, that means people keep wanting more of it, and they'll keep paying to make it. Mm, and a lot of good means shows there's are still- a fuck ton of filler that the masses will flock to. Actually, most people are against the filler. I'm t- the shows I mentioned are ones that don't really have filler or a show that is basically just gags and comedy, hence Gintama. But yeah, no, there's no filler in Full Metal Alchemist at all either. Uh, and I, 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 I said that there are some specific exceptions, but my claim has not been seriously challenged. Sometimes, Remington, you need a world and you need some characters and then you can build and expand upon that exponentially outward until you have a whole entire universe. Uh, look at Naruto, for example. Uh, Naruto is probably the biggest, uh, let's say, I would say victim, but I would say, but offender is more accurate of using too much filler. Uh-huh. Uh, the original, uh, well, Shippuden, which is the second uh, series of Naruto, post a uh, time skip involved. Oh, but of course. Has 500 episodes. Fuck even. this shit. 46% of them are filler. <laughs> Most people hated the filler, but oh, if you talk to people who are fans of the show, uh, I'm personally not, but I've been there. Uh, they will say that it has some of the best uh, Sakuga, some of the best uh, fights, and a really well-designed, uh, um, what's it called, uh, magic and fighting mechanic, which they occasionally throw out the window, but that's because, you know, it's a long-running shonen. Anime. All right, so long story short, Naruto is trash. Thank God we're not doing that this week. <laughs> you say things like that. Want to do I mean, Christmas is around the corner, Remington. Uh, you should give me another gift of not watching anything. Mm, you don't get that. That's Fuck. T- you only got one present this year. And Remington, I don't know if you remembered, but you know what you got me for my birthday? I got you I, I got you something good this year, okay? Last year, I did get you a minion. Yeah, you got me a minion, and this year, you made me watch a horrible, god-awful Elijah Wood movie. Yeah. How is that good? I thought it was Harry Potter. You're a lying sack of shit. Well, I, was a good faith mistake, Sean. The only faith in here is my lack of it in you. And Remington, Konosuba, to make matters short, is a funny show with a good use of tropes. And anytime something bad happens to the main characters, you just think to yourself, nice. All right, well, fingers crossed. And if you don't like it, uh, all these people are going to be very upset at you. Not just the people who voted on it, but also Kevin, Caleb, Patrick, Christopher, uh, Jarek, Cade, David, Benjamin, Hayden, Chris, uh, Wyatt, Micah, Ray, Sean, Samuel, uh, Kay, and about... uh, 
20 other people on the Discord. Good fuck. This is one of our most recommended shows that we've been getting recommendations for this since we started the podcast. And yet I've never heard of it. Yeah, and that's because I wanted to save it until you had a better idea of what the isekai genre was like so you could see how this one subverts its tropes while still using the tropes and highlighting some of the more comedic facets of it. All right, well, let's break some hearts. Mm-hmm. And without further ado, let's go watch some Konosuba. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming three whole episodes of the hit 2016 anime, Konosuba. And Remington, I can't wait to see how many hearts you're going to break this time around. A lot. A lot? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, here we go. I can't wait to hear the angry emails and tweets we're about to receive. Because Remington, this is one of the most popular uh, shows of 2016. And uh, popular enough that it got a second season and recently had a movie uh, in theaters that had a couple uh, America showings as well that were very popular. So, Remington, tell me, why do you hate everybody's fun? Uh, I mean, not everybody's fun, just Weeb's fun. And it's because it's bad. Okay. (laughs) Care to elaborate on that? Or are you just going to let the people simmer and stew for a hot minute? I I, I don't know. I think their outrage can ferment a little bit. I think that we, we can... We, we can let it stew and brew and... One of our most requested episodes, and people genuinely thought you would find this enjoyable. About uh, 90% of the emails were like, oh, this is a really good show, and Remington will have fun with it. This is a very fun show. It t- makes fun of all the isekai stuff, and I love the show a lot personally. So, of course, Remington had to do the exact opposite. Well, to, to give you a, a frame of how I experienced this... Uh, Towards the the middle of of episode three or or at the end of episode two, somewhere around there, I I just had the thought, is Sean fucking with me? Is it really popular or is he just showing me bullshit trash and seeing how that'll do? Yeah, it's really popular. Yeah. Um, But that was a sincere thought that ran through my head. Uh, be because for a moment I wasn't sure. Well, that 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 about tells you how I feel about this show. That's probably the worst thing you could have said. People are going to kill you for this one. Yeah. Like holy hell, Remington. Here, let, let me explain how I feel using something else that I hate and people hate me for hating. Uh, this. Based on your description, I felt very similar to how I did about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where it's like hyped up to be, uh, JoJo's was hyped up to be real bizarre and wacky, and then it, especially season one, just was not at all. And this, gonna be a, a real funny satire, no, not funny, and hardly satire in any way, I just... Not great. Well, Remington, people think you are fucking wrong. Hate to break this it. This is you. a real low bar for satire. Because it's it's much closer to the Rosario vampire satire. I genuinely think there are those people out there who view Rosario vampire as satire and are like, yeah, and it's real good for that reason. You'll, you'll love this show. Dear God, you'll adore this show. Because it, it is in that camp of satire. People have been uh, hounding and clamoring for a season three ever since the movie and the second season ended as well. 
Oof. This is a very popular show, Remington. I, I will say... It has its moments. There's some moments that it's genuinely clever or, or original or unique. Uh, moments of, of really nice animation and stylization that I really enjoyed seeing. But dear God, overall, it has some of the worst writing that we've seen. Or maybe it's not, it's not that it's the worst writing that we've seen. It's just the same old terrible writing that we've seen. But it shows in in those brief glimmers that it can do better. Oof. You are going harsh against this one. I can't wait to hear the backlash from this. Because from what I can tell, Remington, people who dislike this show just aren't a fan of its particular brand of style or or uh, uh, choices it makes. Most people see, unanimously seem to think this is a very fun and entertaining show. Granted, some of these emails uh, that we got are quite amusing. One person uh, recommended K-On in the same email as this show and was like, he probably won't like K-On, but he'll love Konosuba. Yeah, flip that shit right round. <laughs> and I will say it has solid moments, especially the moments that last about like a second to maybe two seconds when it just like throws something in there. That's great. Those are some nice moments. Whenever it just keeps going with a thing, oh dear God. Oh no, Remington, I can feel the hatred welling up inside the air around us. Me personally, I don't feel that hatred because I kind of had a feeling this is how you'd react to it initially. So I emotionally and mentally prepared myself for it. I just feel like they, they tell the same joke. So you got your your main character who, to their credit, is not the same old bland bitch. Uh, if anything, I think they, they do a good job of essentially this is what the bland bitches in everything else really are. They, they are really assholes at heart. They can pretend not to be. Uh, but just because they're losers doesn't mean they have a heart of gold. Uh, they, they, it's a white knight asshole, but they present him as a white knight asshole. That's a thumbs up. Yeah. I want to establish that's a thumbs up. Uh, at least it's foundation, which is something that I'll keep going to because it has some good ideas. Execution, not great because that it, that's a, a great thing to subvert. But then they've just done nothing with it except do the same old shit. And so far, it's introduced us to a few characters, all of which are so goddamn one-dimensional. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I you, like you compared it to, to uh, It's Always Sunny. And It's Always Sunny, it, it has assholes as characters, as does this show. But there's a great difference because It's Always Sunny, they... They still have motivations. They still have internal reasoning. They still have dimensionality to them. And so they're still fun and interesting and even sympathetic at times, even though they're all horrendous assholes. For this, these all of these characters are just one-dimensional assholes that I, I do not give a shit about. And, and it will tell the same joke about these people. Again and again. I'm reminded of Crokinole Basket. Haha, ha, get it. He's short. He's invisible. People don't notice him. It, it very much felt like the exact same goddamn thing where they would just find a, a joke and they would just keep doing it. And almost never was it a good joke. The closest to a good joke that was repeated is when they're fighting giant frogs, right? And, and Aqua, she gets eaten by the frogs. Now that, now note, 
there are jokes surrounding this that I, I will discuss. But the only part of the joke that I like is her getting eaten by the frog. Uh, particularly, it happens a third time a little bit later on. And you can just, like, see it in the background happening. And that's great. Fantastic. Love that. But even the build-up to that was just not worth it. It was wor- it was great. But, oh, dear God. And uh, one, one of their favorite jokes. Oh, dear God, their favorite joke. And this is why it's satire, guys. Is because, good God, they love their subversion. Right? And, and don't get me wrong. I love subverting shit amazingly. Uh, but it doesn't really work when you you do it uh, Butch Hartman style. Uh, Butch Hartman, for those who don't know, uh, creator of like Fairly Odd Parents and other things that look very similar to Fairly Odd Parents, uh, and, and basically half of the stuff from the early two thousands on Nickelodeon. Yeah, and uh, well, specifically, I'm thinking of like Fairly Odd Parents, which uh, a trend that happens. In all of the later seasons, and and still to a decent extent in the early ones, so not quite as much. Uh, there, there's running joke that people make of it of, and then the opposite happens because the, in Fairly Odd Parents, the characters will will declare something, and then the opposite happens. In, in, in its fundamental form, you can think of it like, oh man, this is gonna go great, and then the opposite happens. It does not go great. This is going to take them all down, and then it does not take all of them down. Right. And, and that joke can work. It's the fundamental unexpected uh, unexpected element of comedy, and that can be great. But when every single time you subvert it, then you're no longer unpredictable and surprising us because we know exactly what's going to happen. I started predicting note for note what was going to happen in episodes two and three because it just kept it up. Every single time, they're like, oh, man, this is going to be so good for us. And then it'll just cut and it'll be like, oh, man, this didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Or, all right, now we will have this moment. Oh, shit, it didn't work out. And that's just repeated again and again. And it it just gets tiring when that's the only thing they have. Uh, and I, I shouldn't say only thing, because once again, they have some nice moments. Like another nice moment, uh, and th- this encapsulates a good moment and the shit moment. Aqua, the goddess that he brings along with him, she she creates uh, a little uh, a little message on the board that says, hey, join our party, right? And she wants the, the best of the best to join their party. And so, first of all, it does the, and then the opposite happens joke, because Aqua is like, I mean, I'm in the best class. Everybody's going to want to be in a party with me, obviously. And then it cuts away. No one's coming. Wow, comedy gold right there. Uh, But then it reads the message. And the only part that I give a shit about is it has some testimonies. And with the testimonies, it just it's still just her reading them. And it shows her face and a shitty black bar that doesn't even quite cover her eyes even. As she's reading it, that was a good moment. But those are just moments. The jokes, the the, the big jokes are shit. Terrible. Fucking awful. The little moments are great. And I really wish they could just keep those moments. If they could just capture them for the entirety of the thing. Because those moments are great. But they just fuck it all up. I don't I don't want to spend 13 minutes to then get one two second moment. That's not worth it. But Remington, this is a short length series. It's only got 10 episodes a season. 
I, well, once again, I said that it was a trend that episodes tend to be better. Uh, this, this is on the counter end of that. Because, uh, good God. I will say that the shows get, uh, excuse me, the jokes get a little more nuanced and clever as the show goes on. God, I would hope so. It's just those first three episodes are, of course, your typical first three anime episodes. They want to give you the broad strokes of everything, a couple gut punchers here and there, and, you know, just these little things in the background. Because, honestly, a lot of the background gags uh, in this show tend to be what uh, make people laugh the most. No, the, the background gags are the only good bits that's it just search up a compilation of background gags sincerely that's my advice for this show because there's some good ones but they're the only funny moments at all that have happened let's see 7.9 7.8 8.3 oh god let's see Ooh, that's a lot oh the Konosuba movie uh got a four point something on there oh man see here's the thing remington People are going to hate you for this one because people love this show. They sing its praises. The first time a lot of people have watched it, they busted a gut laughing, myself included, especially by the time I finished the whole series. There were some several moments in it that made me uh, actually have a visceral, great laughing moment, as well as a lot of very good cringe humor from time to time because they're horrible people and they're going to do some horrible, cringy things and you realize what's going on before the characters do and it's very enjoyable. It's that background thing that we talked about. But... Man, oh man, Remington. You're saying uh, very heavily that this does not pass a three-episode test for you. Fuck no, it does not. Uh, another thing that I hate about it, it has terrible relationship building. For example, you got your main two characters, right? You got your, 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 uh, your, your asshole white knight and your goddess, right? And so really out of nowhere, they're just like they have a montage, which I thought was a decently fun montage. Uh, and then, uh, uh, then they're just friends properly. Th- they were like adversarial beforehand, and now they still have adversarial elements. But they're like, ah, but it's all fine, right? Uh, likewise, when they meet new party members, they're just in. Yeah, sure, why not? Who gives a shit? You're in. It, it, it once I've, I mentioned this uh, before, but it's it's like building a D and D party. Where, of course, if you're having a game of D&D, you need to just sort of force all the characters together, right? Uh, and it doesn't really matter how they get together. Just get them together. But th- that's because you're, you're playing with people live and, and they don't give a shit about the DM talking for an hour and a half, establish ev- establishing everything before they get to do jack shit, right? Matt Mercer, eat your heart out. But <laughs> y- you can... You, you can actually, like, develop that kind of thing in, in, a, in a series, and so you have no really good reason not to, barring some very specific exceptions, of which this is not one of. And so you get introduced to a Chinibio lolly explosion bitch. Megumin. Yeah. Uh, in which, I'll be honest, maybe it would have been amusing if out of the whole two Chinibio anime we've seen... I have I hadn't seen all of the jokes they did better. Uh because boy do they go all in on the Chunibio ish jokes. Uh even down to like eye patch bullshit and eye color bullshit and blah blah blah. Yeah, that's a common dr- joke to make fun of anime as a whole as well. You realize that, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. And that's the issue is that it's the same jokes. <laughs> and then you you get introduced to uh a f- 
a knight that darkness. Uh, yeah, good old darkness. The the crusader who uh, is is a masochist and can't hit anything, uh, and her she's just real horny all the fucking time. Uh, and and there's also a thief who exists. Uh, so it, it's a harem anime. It's not. It definitely fucking is. Oh, it's is. not. No, there's very few. There's like no romantic tendencies except for maybe between Darkness and Cosma throughout. More often than not, it's just He's them. stolen two of their panties and flirted and commented on, oh, they're just so fucking beautiful so many times. But it's not a harem anime. That implies that, that the girls anime. like him. None of them do. It's definitely a harem anime. No. You you can pretend that it's not. It definitely is. Mm, looking at the tags right now. I don't see harem. And and so it's just it's just the same old shit pretending not to be the same old shit. And it shows moments. If if it were just those amazing background gags and everything else still had that level of originality, creativity, and fun, I would be all in. But you get those amazing background g- gags in a sea of unoriginal bullshit. Oof. That being said, I should mention my very favorite thing. Okay. The cabbages were adorable. Of course it would be the cabbages. I knew you'd love the cabbages as soon as you saw They're them. They're flying cabbages. They're super cute. I, they, they showed up in episode three. Loved the cabbages. Don't really give a shit about anything else but the cabbages. All right. Would you like me to tell you uh, the rankings of the three Konosuba girls? I do not give a shit. Oh, that's a shame because you criticize them quite heavily, but... Guess which girl is the most popular? Oh wait, let's see. Okay, um, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with, um, um maybe maybe the the thief gets any amount of development and she's the most popular. Nope. That's a weird answer. No, I it, said of the main three. Oh oh, uh, my bad. Uh, then, I I think darkness is the most bland. The fact that she's horny might do it for some people, but I'm gonna have faith. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Aqua. That would be too obvious. So I guess I'm going Chinibio, bitch. It is. Yeah, yeah, there we are. Yep. I I can read your fucking mind, sweeps. Yeah, uh-huh. it also doesn't help that a good chunk of my reaction and images are of her. Uh, and, like, there, there's just, there, there's so much potential. Even the characters in how shitty they are for an RPG setting, they have potential but they just have not used it well. So far, this has been very much a style over substance type anime for me, and that's that's an oof. I, I just really wish I think I think genuinely the worst part of it all is the writing. The writing is the worst part because it is it it's not that it's worse than everything we've seen. It's just that it's as bad as everything we've seen. And mm. that's an oof, because when you when you for, forgive me, but I, I like my satire to, 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 to be well-written. Because otherwise uh, you get Rosario Vampire, and that's just not worth it. What if I told you that the second season gets, gets a high, has a higher rating than the first season? Maybe they figure their shit out, because yeah, good God. It's got an 8.35 and is rated 193 of all anime. Jesus Christ. The other one was rated in the top 300, so. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't understand, because... There, there's, there's a disconnect here, and I, I am struggling so hard to see the merit for a, a lot of things. I can at least understand this one. I'm really struggling to. 
Maybe this fault is on me for this. Maybe I didn't show you enough of the show. I just trusted that three episodes would be enough since uh, the anime community seems to uh, so heavily favor the three episode rule, even though we've seen shows with uh, first episodes that have sold the entire series for me. And we've seen shows that take about eh, 10 episodes to get going. But once they do, they turn into amazing, beautiful shows. But the three-episode rule is so prevalent that it's technically the foundation for our entire show, and I figured it would be interesting to see how this would hold up. Honestly, it worked for me. I genuinely think just YouTube best bits, and you will get 80% at least of the enjoyment that you would get from watching everything in way less the time. Well, that's a test that people will have to try who haven't seen it. Do it. Genuinely do it. But here's the thing, Remington. People who listen to our show most likely have already seen it because of how popular the show is. I, I feel, feel bad for them. We, oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. I feel bad that they have, have spent that time poorly. <laughs> yeah, poor, so poorly, in fact, that uh, there was a big uh, request to have the movie brought over here subtitled before it got its proper release. Uh, and people loved it. Weebs, weebs are, are just... Overall, in in their own little Stockholm syndrome, they're trapped, trapped by anime itself, and and they they don't know how to escape it, and because they don't know how to escape it, they've convinced themselves that anime is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh. cognitive dissonance, Sean. Man, Remington, this is going to be interesting to see how wrong people are going to say you are on this. I didn't even have to talk about, like, the bullshit fan service of which this show is definitely a fan, because everything else was plenty enough to talk about. Yeah, well, and that is uh, usually, believe it or not, the biggest complaint uh, a lot of people have is with the fan service. I mean, I have that complaint because, once again... You just hate fan service. It's the same old bullshit, and it's entirely unnecessary. But even, even past that... I, di- I I disagree with those people for that being the biggest problem because oh dear God is it it is not so you just hate everybody is what I'm getting at uh in this show yes oh man that's a shame so you wouldn't be able to choose a best girl oh fuck uh if if I had to choose a best girl just out of the main three out of the main three that's the big debate oh fuck uh definitely not darkness who is the blandest of all of them <laughs> oh she's the second favorite. Oh God, um, that's rough. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I go the Chunibio Lolly Megumin. Megumin, because she's at least had something. She she might have the most depth out of any character, but that's not saying a lot. Uh, the characters do get more depth as they go on, but that's the same with any show. The, f- the first three episodes is to introduce them as horrible people, one, their tropes, two, and uh, some interesting scenarios, three. I don't think it succeeded very well. Well, most people would heavily disagree with you on that, judging by, Jesus Christ, that is a lot of ratings. Like, I'm, I'm just looking at, I don't usually delve too heavily into the statistics of things, but I figured I would this time around just because I knew you are going to react very disfavorably towards this show. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, the amount of uh, ratings on Mal, because uh, it does break them down by how uh, many points out of 10 uh, people rate them. Because when you do a rating on Mal, it's a, com- a cumulative rating overall on the average between everything. 
Uh, so you can disregard a lot of like 10 ratings and a lot of one ratings because a lot of the times those are just the super exaggerated fans or super exaggerated haters. Oh yeah. Uh, and so a lot of times you'll see like a big trending on the top and the bottom. Uh, Konosuba does not do that as much. Yes, there's a lot of... What, uh, what's your star rating for this show, Sean? Oh, this a star rating for this show? Seven, six point five, maybe if I, uh, for some of the scenes that I did not personally enjoy. You know what I love, Sean? What? You're going to get hate mail for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I like the show quite People a bit. People are going to be angry that, that you didn't rate it higher. Uh, but, for me, it's like a three or a four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And see. Where five is complete indifference. Yeah, this is three or four. No, I I enjoy the show, but I've seen it four times now. Fuck. So the jokes don't land as good for me, except for the really well done ones. Uh, but I enjoy the show and I enjoyed uh, the second season. Didn't get a chance to go see the movie, so I, I don't know how that one is. I was life gets in the way. I was watching other anime at the time, unfortunately. <laughs> yep. Uh, to prepare for this and all, but honestly, yeah, I'd give it about a six or a seven, maybe on a good day, a seven point three. <laughs> uh, and uh, people do genuinely like this. Uh, the biggest demographic is most people seem to think this is about an eight or a nine for them. Fuck. Uh, the second, uh, the third lowest is the 10, but you can usually disregard it, take the 10s with the grain of salt, yeah. uh, followed by the sevens. And then it just kind of drops off after that. There's a good chunk of sixes. And then literally 0.1% of the voters uh, in each section voted one, two, three, and four. My people. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh man, Remington, if there was ever a number-based statistical average for, uh, deciding how wrong you are about a lot of things. Uh, I think this is probably the show to do it. It just proves how exceptional I truly am. Exceptionally quite full of shit as well. <laughs> but Remington, Konosuba is an interesting experience, and maybe we'll come back to it at some point. Maybe we'll uh, finish up the first season to see if that really solidifies your opinion of things. Maybe by the end of that, you'll decide whether or not the show is for you. Something tells me you probably won't, but that's just because I know you too well. Uh, as for the rest of everybody out there, I can't wait to hear your upset uh, messages on Twitter, Discord, all that jazz. It's going to be amazing. Because genuinely, Remington, there's only one person in like this set of 20 emails I got that said, I'm not sure if you'll like Konosuba, but I like it a lot. And that's the <laughs> most negative thought people will have about you on it. <laughs> uh, they, I mean, they're the most right, so congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Price is right rules, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, It works for anime and government. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Oh, but alas, Remington, Konosuba will have to be one of those ones that people get angry about for the end of time. Bring it. But until we either revisit it or have to, well, re-examine ourselves uh, in a microscope because bits of us will be missing, I have to ask, any chance you want to go watch some more Konosuba with me? Uh, I would rather explosion magic my entire skin, flesh, soul away from my body. Well, hey, if it's cute anime girl doing it, that doesn't sound so bad. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Special announcement, guys, actually. Uh, we, myself and Remington, and Dylan, but he, you know, he's not as important. Mr. Editor Man. Yes. Uh, have decided to start a Patreon. You guys have been requesting it quite a bit. <laughs> quite a bit, huh? 
You've been requesting it quite a bit. Take two. <laughs> you guys have been requesting this quite a bit, which is just absolutely amazing and astounding to to all of us, uh, all three of us here. And we, we're super pleased to be doing it. It should be up by by next week. And if you have any perks that you guys would like to see or anything else like that, then feel free to send it our way. Yeah, we already have several ideas, including bonus podcast episodes, random snippets from our stupid conversations. Terrible fan fiction readings about us. Alternate stylings of podcasts. And honestly, just a chance for us to make some weird shit that we don't normally get to do on the podcast. Uh, So... If that sounds interesting to you, feel free to stop by and have a look. Uh, And if you don't want to, you're still going to get the same great free show every week, mostly. (laughs) We're broke. It's hard. (laughs) Hence the Patreon. But if money is a bit tight, and believe me, we know, (laughs) then please do us a massive favor and leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, especially Apple Podcasts. Apparently, people get a lot of their podcasts from Apple. We know you guys listen on Spotify. Look, we see the statistics, but our Apple Podcast game is is poorly, poorly down there. Like, we, it, it's abysmal compared to our Spotify podcast game. We know, statistically, you guys aren't on there, but maybe get on there. Say, like, these weebs wanted me to do this, or just list your favorite waifu. It doesn't matter what Following you say. instructions, that's all you have to do, yeah, really. Yeah, just give an honest review and whatever the hell you want to say. Like, <laughs> we don't care, and we promise we read every single one of them. The only downside for you guys is you have to log in. Oh, Ugh. such a hassle. And Oof. if you guys would like to contact us directly, whether it is for comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always... Don't fuck your sister. It's more